Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Real spoilers powered by ReviewSTL.com. Warning, the following film discussion will ruin the ending of any movie you haven't seen. Example, Bruce Willis is dead at the end of The Sixth Sense. See how I ruined it for you? Just like that. Here are a few more. Silent breed is people! I am the father. Get it? Real spoilers. You've been warned. Broadcasting from the Lush But Not Lavish studios located in the basement of the O'Keefe Institute for Advanced Film Snarkitude, this is Real Spoilers, episode 468, Pet Cemetery. The Sam Ater I. Kids are so dumb. Yeah, what do they know? I don't burying dead pets, <laughs> spelling stuff You know how wrong. hard it is to write a review on this without it correcting you every time? Yeah, lots, of red, yeah. lots, <laughs> lots of, red of red squigglies. Red squigglies. Yeah. yeah, so before we dig in, let's go around the table and everyone can introduce themselves. This is Joe. This is Kevin. And this is Tom. Uh, quick shameless plugs. Don't forget, we're available on Apple Podcasts. You can go there, rate, review, subscribe. Check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash real spoilers. And of course, our Patreon account, patreon.com slash Real spoilers. So there, that's all of that. Done. Let's talk about dead pets. Yeah, and dead babies. Or dead toddlers. No, not dead. So I had never seen the original. I went back and I only had time to watch the first hour of the original because I just, it was a crazy weekend. But so I knew nothing about this movie. I seriously thought this movie was about zombie pets that come and murder everybody. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, man. I, I mean, I knew, it was about, I knew it was yes. about pets coming back to life. And I'm like, I seriously thought it was about this demon cat orchestrating his band of demon animals to murder them all. So I had no idea. So this was what, like a family. what was your reaction? when okay so here's the deal spoilers real quick they switch the kids yeah so in the source material and the original movie the baby is hit by a truck in this new one it's ellie the older kid what i don't even remember the daughter you don't remember the daughter yeah like that's the thing like she's not even a thing in the original movie yeah she's barely she's oh they focus on her quite a bit the little the boy isn't even old enough to talk in the original they the ages are a lot different no oh Oh, i just watched it no in the original the little kid is a like two-year-old that's how old he is in the book yeah but in this movie they flipped him what i mean is that the daughter has a huge role in the original one like Hmm. a much bigger role than gage did like you would understand gage not playing right. a big part because he's a little kid right right, right. but in the original it's the, the ages are the same so you end up getting the daughter is the one that's like i guess ellie the is time. kind of yeah she guess she is talking a lot so I've, I've also been reading the book about i'm almost done with the book what did you what was your reaction when gage gets hit by the truck in the original oh i, w- I was like how'd they do that because it was all practical i even messaged tom i'm like holy crap like yeah this- well and i told you how they did that so the parents uh had twins <laughs> and they just had them <laughs> Pick their favorite. Pick your favorite. Yeah, yeah, yeah totally. That but I'm yeah. like, I watched. It. I that re- sounds like a Stephen King thing to do. Yeah, yeah I totally. rewound it five times, and I'm like, okay, that truck is booking. I get like showing the truck booking down the road when there's no one on the other end because the camera's pointing there. But then they show Gage walking out with his kite in the middle of the road, and the truck is still booking in the same <laughs> shot. And I'm like, how in the hell did you do that? So I still don't know. But it was. Yeah. What was your reaction when they hit Ellie? I was just like, dang, because it was a head fake. It because, was a head fake. Because Gage is the one running out in the street because he's chasing Ellie, but then he the truck swerves and doesn't hit. Uh, no, he catches him. The d- Jason Clark. So in the book, they... Well, whatever it is. He saves him, but the truck yeah. then topples and then hits Ellie. So right. I, it was like, whoa. In the book, they... like. It's interesting how... Because in the original one, Stephen King wrote that script as well. Mm-hmm. So it is almost word for word 
from the book. Like yeah. the book and the the dialogue from the original one is almost gotcha. identical. He just adapt straight. Away. Exactly. They added that thing with the the the, the caretaker, the gal that hangs herself. Mm-hmm. That's not in the book. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. Um, but it, okay. where this new version is definitely a truncated version of. It's a shorter version. Like they've 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 whittled it down to like the bare bones. Not in a bad way yeah. of that book. Can I say, you know, we've reviewed several horror movies on this podcast, mm-hmm. and to me, none of them have really felt scary. This is the scariest movie I remember in a long time. It, like, actually feeling, like, creepy, s- scary. We didn't review it, but the first Conjuring, oof, I thought. No, yeah, yeah I watched that oh, at man. home. Yeah. But, but, but I mean, so, I mean, out of the ones we've reviewed, like, a lot of them, I'm just like, okay, I get it. There's some creepy tones. Like, Us is very unnerving and creepy but it's, but it's not, not scary. scary right this movie they do something smart is they do they do like triple fake outs you know or they like fake you out but they're not fake outs they're delayed so you're like oh i know this is scary i can brace myself and you're like oh okay it wasn't that bad and then they drop another <laughs> yeah, one on right. you and you're like holy like that made me just yeah like that. so that's it's, uh it, so the directors of this movie i was i thought they did mama but they didn't. They're doing Mama 2. Oh, I'm glad you didn't watch Mama. I know. Really well, I wanted to watch it anyway. But they also did a flick called Starry Eyes, okay. which if you haven't seen that, go do that. Okay. It's fantastic. Um, so, yeah. So this is, I mean, it's it, it, you know the story, basically. Yeah. It's uh, From the first hour I saw the old one, I mean, this is a very similar. Like, if you've seen similar. the original, they didn't change a whole yeah, lot. Yeah, they've changed the script because, obviously, Stephen King was like, my words are perfect. We'll just put them in people's <laughs> mouths. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this one has oh, Jason. especially Herman Munster. He was great. Like I like, but also like it's. I've been listening to it on Audible. Yeah, and Michael C. Hall has been re- is reading it. But when he does Judd, yeah, he sounds like John Lithgow. Like it sounds like he's doing a John Lithgow impression. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so it worked. Yeah. Um. So we've got Jason. We've got Lou and uh, Rachel and Ellie and Jade. And, and so Gage. why do they move to this town? So in the, the originally it's like they he was a big city doctor mm. and life was getting a little crazy yeah. so like they he took this job at the college to kind of like take a step back. I was was their marriage in jeopardy or how do you they I, was, never, I didn't take it that way. They just, never referenced that but there's always That's why I'm wondering though like cuz they don't and there's I'm like an so under, it was Stephen King, right? Like there's yeah. always that underlying thing, right? Yeah. Like in the book Rachel uh the wife doesn't deal with death. Like she doesn't like there's that the whole scene where Jason Clark is talking to Ellie about mm-hmm. church oh, like yeah. that becomes a massive fight mm-hmm. between Lou and Rachel yeah. in the next scene. And in the, the original movie, it's kind of it's she's kind of, super standoffish. They're, they're yeah. It. I mean, she obviously the the sister element is there in the original movie, too. So like the the wife does not deal with death well because she's had some traumatic experiences. And so they they different in their parenting and the way that yeah. they deal with, you know, what happens when you die. And and he really wants to kind of like tiptoe around things. No, and, she does. He he's kind of like, look, oh, because he's a doctor. I'm sorry. Yeah, so he's yeah. practical and says, this is what happens when you die, whatever. And she's like, no, we don't need to right, yeah. we didn't talk about that. Yeah. But of course, you know, Ellie is smart. Mm-hmm. So she's, you know, this conversation about death and things like that. What I will say that they took out of this movie that I feel like it kind of needed was that relationship building. Um, there's definitely a father-son relationship between Judd and Lou from the book uh, that is kind of important as this goes. F- yeah. As this goes. So, like, yeah, I feel like this movie was a little shorter than it should have been. I agree. I also think that one of the things, and overall I like the movie. I did but, too. But um, I, I think one of the things it also misses is um, I really felt like what made the book work so well is like you really felt the intense grief yes. of the loss of a child. Yeah. And there's a there's a chapter in that book that has always stuck with me where and I you I, I think I've very much on the record about hating dream sequences. Oh sure. And there's a dream sequence in the book where after Gage has been hit by the truck and you've kind of wallowed in this grief for a little oh, while. Oh God. Are you talking about where he's looking at Gage growing up? And then like he has a mm. he has a dream where he's Gage is alive and and the reader doesn't know that it's a dream although you can kind of right. figure out what, but like but you know like and I read the book when I was like 14 or 15 but like I but like I fell for it you know and 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 when it was over I was like I should know better than this you know but um but one of the things I really liked about it in in retrospect that I think makes that chapter so smart especially when I I hate dream sequences. Sure. I just think they're a complete waste of time. But uh, um, 
is do you that, know the gauge is dead at that point? Yeah, you do. Okay, okay. you do. Like, and I because well, how does it even trick you? I don't get it. Because it just starts like like it starts. If memory oh, you thought maybe it was a flashback. Like, or you something, no, or? you think that like oh, the truck part was the dream. Like the him dying. Oh, yeah, I dream. see. Okay, yeah. okay, and that now he's waking because up he and says okay. he, like, he says that like I reached out and I grabbed him. Right. Like the scene where Jason okay. Clark grabs Gage. That's in the dream sequence, right? Oh, and I you're, see. And you're, yeah. and you're like, oh, okay, oh, good. He We're saved, okay. <laughs> he saved this kid, but it's like, but he, but it also like gets you in that mindset of like, you get why the dad would do this, yeah, because like for the same reason that I believe this really lazy trope of of a dream sequence. You know what I mean? That it's sure. like it's because I, you don't want it to be. You true. don't want the three year old to be hit yeah. by a truck, right? You don't want it to be true, right? Right. Yeah. So yeah, so they they go to this small town. Uh, it's interesting that they still find a way to tie in other movies to this. Like if you, when we get to Ellie's birthday, you can hear John Lithgow talking about a rabid dog to Ellie. And the yeah. way they had to put it down, and it's just like, okay, well, there's Cujo. Well, right. I thought like, he was talking about his dog. No, he's talking, oh, he's talking about, about he's talking one? a, a oh, okay. rabid Rottweiler. Oh, okay, that, or a Rottweiler that went rabid. Yeah, nice. And okay, just, so. It, and I they, think the book does that too, doesn't it? Does I don't the book rem- reference Cujo? Maybe. I don't remember. I don't think so. Because I feel like I would remember that. But like, almost all of his books reference They're all tied into books. something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so yeah, so they we, we go to this small town in Maine or Massachusetts. No Maine. It's Maine. Yeah. You know, we've introduced it's the Stephen family. King. It's, it's Maine. Maine. Yeah, that's true. Unless it's the shining. <laughs> do they start in Maine? Where do they start in that? I don't no, I don't think so. But it does. The Shining does tie back into main Somehow. stuff because uh, the the uh, the caretaker, yeah, the black caretaker, yeah, is his character relates back like to like, oh he's somebody's like uncle or something yeah right? he's like the in it they talk about like that black nightclub that yeah, gets burned down that's right where's dan when we need a kung reference and like i think he was related to one of those people okay. and then he moves to colorado got it i think is what happened i gotcha um so we're introduced to our family so it's jason clark as lewis reed uh, I wish I could remember the actress's name who was Rachel, but she's always in stuff. You recognize her. She's great. I recognized her, but didn't know her. I'm like, she was someone. I think, I think she was in Amy Smetz. Smetz. Right. Sure. Okay. She's very good. She's also great. Uh, and then we've got Ellie and Gage. Yeah. Uh, so we go and we're introduced. You know, they, they're kind of pulling up. We're introduced to Judd, played by John Lithgow. Um Who's the guy across the street? So Ellie goes into a creepy, the, into the creepy forest. Well, she she's sees the kids. Around. She sees the kids kind of, you know, we see the masks and the kids walking yeah. up this path, and we find that uh, Ellie has walked up to the pet cemetery. Yeah. And of course, she, we see this, and this is uh, this is in the original movie as well, where you've got like the this giant dam almost built by like dead trees mm. and Ellie starts they do to a climb. better job in this movie because it's like if you really wanted to keep people out in the beginning it's like not as built up right in this movie it's like you have to really have to climb. climb over that thing yeah but she but she's wandering around in there and Judd finds her and that's how she she's gets stung by a bee which yeah. is right out of the book like it's a the thing that that Rachel the thing that lets Rachel trust Judd is that he immediately takes care of Ellie's yeah. injury you know, like in this, in this that, day and age, I'm like, this is really creepy. Super you're, t- creepy. you're talking to some creepy old man in the woods <laughs> yeah. and you're dealing with your little kid. Like, to me, that was very uncomfortable. And, I, and she, and to the, her credit. Rachel's these, credit. She's like, they, oh, we got to go. She is very much like, let's go. Right. Yeah. You know. Right. Um, so, yeah. So, they. this is our first introduction to that. And then as they're unpacking, uh, Judd kind of references, you know, kind of calls Lou over and we find uh, Church, the cat, has been hit by a truck. One of the things that they they double down on in the book and in the second in the original movie is these Aranko trucks and the speed that yeah. they are going up and down this. They road. did a better job in this movie because in the beginning they were like, "Someone is getting hit by a truck. <laughs> right. There are trucks on this road. Look at these trucks." In this movie, it caught me by complete surprise because I saw the new one first. Oh, okay. So I didn't okay. know what was going to happen. Well, in the in the book, they definitely like uh, they do, like. It shows up every once in a while. Yeah. Where but like I, I like this. This was way and... smarter. Don't show me a hundred trucks. And right. No, no crap. Someone gets hit by a truck. Right. Like, so in that first one, I'm like, oh my god. Okay, we get it. But we should also say before we go this far, because I think it's important, is that that trauma about... patient comes yeah, in. Yeah. So there's and a... so that's where the dad starts freaking out with all this. Right. So uh, a kid at the Pascal. School. I feel like they, when the when the gore is needed, they get it, and it's not over the top. But I mean, the dude got hit by a car. 
Oh, you see his brain. You know, like that's that's, that's gnarly. They, they, that's all in the book. Like Absa Ahmed. What's the character's name? Pascal. Uh, Victor Pascal. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Which again, they do take parts of the book that the other one doesn't. Where they call it's funny because as you're reading it, it's written at a time much later but like they're calling the nurses candy stripers like yeah. in the book so like one of the candy st- one of the nurses is like oh well, god nurse, like, nurse and candy striper are two different things well they re- they say candy stripers in the book right candy stripers were like women that were wore uniforms like nurses but they had stripes on them yeah and they would go around and just kind of like bring you doing okay yeah, yeah. like okay. more just like check-in they weren't actual like caretaker oh okay okay well these these gals are nurses and the one nurse is like oh god yeah he's like go get the blood we need it so anyway long story short he dies and so this kind of it it has an effect on yeah it immediately has an effect on uh, the jason clark character and so he starts hallucinating after this like the guy pops up and this is we get this this is all like these are things from the book where he's he he's dream he thinks he's dreaming and he's walking he's following victor pascal like through the woods uh into the pet cemetery and then he wakes up and he you know freaked him out m- nightmare wakes up and his feet are covered in muck yeah so it's just kind of like was it a dream was it not a dream what are we doing here um this is where we get the where judge is kind of like you need to come take yeah. a look at this we find um church church has been hit by a truck uh, and, and the daughter in church, just like in the first movie, I mean, they have, and I'm guessing the book, they yeah. have a very oh, close yeah. relationship. This kid loves the cat. And even in the first movie, I think they did a little better job of her. Like when she's talking to him on the phone from out of time, she's like, oh, and make sure church this. <laughs> yeah. and that. Like, like she really loves this cat, but you still get the feeling here. So when you see that cat dead, you right. can tell like that little girl, Ellie, is going to be, be crushed. And especially they had just had this conversation about death. Yes. Uh, and, and Lou kind of, Jason Clark's character is like, Look, he's going to be alive while you're in college. Like he's going to yeah. be fine. He's trying to let it on easy, but squished by a truck. Yeah. Uh, I will say I liked this cat bet. Like the way they do this cat up is closer to like what Church came back looking like. Because mm-hmm. like in the in the original movie, like he comes back looking just fine. You know, yeah. in this one, his dirt, his fur is mangled. He's got blood in his, yeah. you know, he's a yeah, he's mangled, gross he's looking. a gross oh, looking cat. Oh, when she's brushing that cat, it was so disgusting when because he's you brushing knew that it was going to be, a, well, I know, but yeah. you just knew that a big clump was going to come out or something, right. so they kind of tease you, but yeah, with the hair, oh, they really go all the way with yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so, but Judd is the one that helps. So, I, yeah, you're right. Judd's kind of like, look, we can... We'll take him up here. Well, he's this. like, look, we better bury him tonight. tonight. That's all he tells him. So, and in, then, the, in the book, Ellie... Gage and Rachel are gone, and then, right. and then he has to. Do he can it do him, it all. all by he doesn't himself. have to worry about sneaking right, around right. with anything. Yeah. Um. So they go up to the. This is where I feel like they're kind of saying that the since John Lithgow, since Judd has buried his dog up there, that there is a power in that Indian burial ground, which they don't reference the name of the indians in this yeah <laughs> they mm-hmm. don't re- i don't even think they use the word indian do they and they might say native Na- yeah like they've, they've changed that they to say because avoid... I, I couldn't even understand is this something something burial ground like it just it, i don't know nuck what nuck it, is yeah. what they call it in the book but they I don't, don't i don't know i don't they don't say that they don't say it in the movie they don't but say the whole it point the... is he says do you love ellie of course i do then follow me and he just starts going well off. i feel like there's a power since judd has been up there yeah as soon as the the grief is felt like there's a pull. Oh, you think it influenced yes, him? Yes, I to, do. Okay, yeah, because it. I, I because think I it, was kind of mad at the character in this movie because I'm like, you know what happens, and you just like you knew he didn't come back, and I know he tried. I knew it would be different. He says a lot, but in my mind at the time, I'm like, you know uh, what happens? Why would you do I this? I feel to like these there's people? there's an so, influence and a pull okay, at that place. Yeah. As soon as I it, like that, it, the, yeah, because he says that like it it tricks you and you want to believe it, right? Yeah. And, right. But also, he says that he thought that. If they bear that he didn't bury the dog up there fast enough. Oh, really? Yeah. And okay. That so he thought that the cat there was a short. Okay. A oh. short, it, like the shorter, the longer it's dead, the worse it's gonna. Right. I thought he said that the dog was a bastard before, so he thought it'd be different with the cat. Well, the he cat did. Wasn't, he did say too that the yeah. dog was also kind of a dick. Yeah. Right. And so it just since he, Church was not a dick. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I get it. I get it. What I, he didn't factor in though is that cats are evil. Always so, dicks. Yeah. yeah. But we have a new dog in our inf- house too, so that's always ah. yeah. If there's an influence, I like that too because it's like he should be using his head, but if right. he can't see past. And that's that. when that's when we get to the scene where Ellie gets hit and Jason yeah. Clark is consumed with the yeah. grief, like that that the 
uh, this yeah. this burial grounds in their backyard. Yeah, so right. of course it would influence him. Even it's more. a really good setup. And again, I hadn't read the book and I hadn't seen half the movie before I saw this new one. So I didn't know what to expect. But I'm like, this is a really interesting setup because you show what happens when you bring a cat back. I mean, fast forwarding, the cat comes back, but he's not the same. He's not he's, the same. He's scratching. He's biting. Yeah. Obviously, the cat is messed up. So he's not the same church. So even though they know that, but you know, Ellie's going to die by the truck that we mentioned earlier and, and the father being consumed by grief. It's a really good setup for that. You know, it's not the right thing to do and you, you don't know care. that it's not going to end up right. Right. But what would you do in that yeah. situation? And yeah. so I really like the, the, what Stephen King has come up with here, the, the conflict. And even, even in the original book, you are, fo- you are faced with that. Sure. You know, it's, I think it's interesting that they, I, okay. So in the, in the trailers and everything, they, they do the switch. They tell you up front that it's not Gage. Yeah. Right? And I watched an interview. Everyone knew going into this movie. Yeah. yeah. Was, so yeah. I watched an interview with the directors, and the, and the this interview was like, why? Why would you give that spoiler away? And he was like, look, I think they were both kind of like, we can, you can go into, the, we could not have revealed it. You can go into the movie, and then you'd be pissed that yeah. we changed that. He's like, that way, we tell you up front that we've changed it, and you can just go in and already know yeah. that it's changed. And I was like, that's kind of brilliant. Like, you're, you're cutting out the middleman before yeah. It, yeah. it even gets there. Um, it's you're lowering those expectations. You know, if you yeah. expect it to be just a straight remake and you get that switch, you can be mad. So I do like that. Right, I do as well. Um, and yeah. I also think it give, it it allows like in the original one, Gage is that kid. Props to that kid from the original one. Who all, you'd know that kid now. Yeah. He was in He's been uh, a bunch of creepy stuff. He was He's in the like, new Nightmare. Yeah, like he was in a he was in a Friday the, or a Nightmare on Elm Street movie. He so the kid at that. I mean, he could have been four. Oh, he was very, very young. young. Yeah. And the fact even. that they yeah. gave him like stuff to do. Yeah. No, you know? I, like, yeah, holding the kite and running around like even that stuff. I was impressed. I'm like, yeah. this kid is little and he's cutting, doing stuff. Cutting Herman Munster's Achilles tendon. <laughs> yeah. um, so I think it's smart that they gave that they switched it because then you could have Ellie, the, the actress, do more actually stuff. Do stuff. Actually so, do I, stuff. That's the thing. Yeah. That's what I'm saying is that in the original, the kids the siblings were the same age, but now you've changed the you one that actually them. gets to do the right. stuff, which I think is brilliant because they can do more. And how great and this is girl, that girl? Seriously, we just talked last episode about child actors that right. are not good. Yeah. And then you see this movie and how good she is before and then how creepy she is when she comes back. Yeah, like, she has, it's kind of like the kids and us had to play two very yes. different yeah. characters. They ch- child actors can be good. They can. And so it's like you really can't give that I excuse. Also, I think it takes the right director. Yeah. Totally. You know what I mean? Totally, like yeah. I think the, the right person involved yeah. knows how to work with, with, with kids. So they have a birthday party. They say, oh, Ellie's not feeling. Well, we should say that Jason Clark has, church has gone sour. Yeah, like, and that, that's a line from the book where he's just like, "The ground is sour up yeah. there. It's something bad." And the movie, they say something different besides. No, sour. he says no because I just watched it. It wasn't Win-witch. sour in the movie in the it, big in the first one, the, the original oh, they movie. Do, they say the ground is. Victor Pascal calls it sour. Yeah, yeah. Later, much okay, later. But but, yes. but Judd says the ground is. He it's like the same like a, line, like a man's but, heart. Like it's hard. Yeah, something besides sour. But anyway, yeah. I just thought that was so. Church has gone bad. Yeah, and Jason Clark kind of takes him up. To, to the border to wherever the, he's like you know what deuces goodbye. get out of here like he's not gonna come back right so they're at the birthday party they want to have it for her because she's been out of sorts and and whatever and like we'll have a really nice birthday party families there friends uh they're playing hide and go seek yeah uh ellie goes out into the, the street and then gage follows her well she, she, she sees because she sees church so she goes out into the street and then a truck is barreling along he's looking at his phone which is a good modern update that's absolutely what, what people the would other, be distracted the other by. guy was just like singing a song yeah he like, was just what are you driving doing? along yeah so in this and then and this one he's looking down at his phone so the truck's barreling uh she's going after church and gage is going after her right so then uh the, this is where the fake out is it if is. you weren't expecting it i gotta tell you they did a great job of leaving it to the last yeah, the possible last second minute because like well, maybe it is gonna be gage this is very reminiscent of how robin williams wife dies in what dreams may come oh really yeah okay. that in terms double of, fake yeah like in terms of, like there's a car because you the whole movie's based around her dying so right. you know it's gonna happen it happens yeah. in the first 10 minutes or something but like but it's nice a, when they can fake there's out a car crash that. and like and like it doesn't happen and you think it's okay and then like an, a, i think it's even like a tractor trailer like oh. can't stop in time and like goes flying and like oh, takes out they pull the shazam they yeah. did pull the shazam yeah. exactly but yeah so uh jason clark bolts like yeah. he sees gage and i guess they which is, see is the same scene from the first movie but he saves him which yeah. is the big the fake that's but, the dream sequence yeah, yeah. but so, he saves him so the tractor trailer flips and the tanker part goes sliding off and it's you know moving fast and ellie just can't get out of the way and nope it, it knocks her out and this uh, i have n- I, i've never had a 
physical or like visceral reaction to a scene. Like I wanted to scream. You can imagine at, this at, happening. In that, yeah, that's, could a, be that's exactly kid. it. It's terrible. And, yeah. and it, my kids are this age. Sure. Like, you know, my youngest is two and my oldest is going to be eight. Yeah. So like they're right here. It's hard. Uh, and I, I, I remember like I don't, you know, I've seen horror. I watch horror movies sure. all the time. So the fact that this was able to invoke a reaction out of me, yeah. a reaction that I had to actively not act on. Yeah. You know, like we're in a theater. Like I can't do right. that. Uh, like that got me. It's good. And, it's and a good Tom scene. and I, ta- Tom and I were both in the same screening. Oh yeah. And we both kind of said that could have gone way worse. Like yeah, they, they were. I, I actually they were be, subdued. With it, it was restrained. Oh, tasteful. You mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. totally. They, like I, ha- I half expected there to be like a blood trail. Yeah. Like no, and the, really, she what gets knocked into the grass. Yeah. And, which, and yeah. That's not what that. Would no, she like. would have been squished. She, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, they were. I thought the same thing. I'm like, because you're just like, oh, in horror, even in horror movies, like you can't show the a kid getting right. You know, and so you're just, like, just not watching the right horror movies. <laughs> oh, most of the time, they. I mean, most of the time they don't. You don't see it. It's just something about children. You they don't kill show that, mutilated. They kill that kid in Halloween. It has happened, but most of the times <laughs> they don't. And so, yeah, I felt they were very tasteful with it. But, you know, the mom is is crying over the body. Jason Clark's like in slow motion running and he sees that there's nothing you can do. Right. And also when on the rare instance that you see a kid get killed in a horror movie. Yeah. It's normally just it's fodder and it's to show how evil this person is. this person is. You don't then linger in the grief. Yeah. Of right. the family. And that's and we've said it before with it. I think. The, the thing that people missed with Stephen King with his ad- adaptations, uh, like towards the uh, the newer ones at least, yeah. is they missed that he would do this world building and these yeah. character buildings, and then the horror happens to those characters, and right. that's even worse. Yeah, and that's I mean, it took Hollywood like a generation and a half to figure that. out. Do you out. think that his old ones did that? No, I mean I think there are exceptions. I think Misery did yeah, that. That's true. I think Stand by Me did that. I would also like to point out they were both Boxman sc- books. Both had screenplays. Oh no, no, they both had no. They neither of those were Boxman. Books, Stephen but, King, the Stand by Me wasn't a Boxman. Uh uh-uh. oh. Oh, I don't think so. No, no, no. That it was, was a short. It was the body. It, that's you're right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, they were both. Both of their screenplays were by William Goldman, oh. and so uh, you know I I think that played a role probably. And, and Shawshank, d- d- you know, but also. These are books that have the least supernatural element as That's well, true. too, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Body, Shaw, uh, Stand By Me and Shawshank have none. really none, and Misery doesn't really either. It's she's gotta, just crazy. It's, she's crazy, but there's not really a supernatural element. Yeah. So. I think the next one, to me, the next one that should be remade is Salem's Lot. Like, if we're going to go down this road, I feel like Salem's Lot is yeah. prime for a remake, and they did it with Rob Lowe, and it wasn't good. So they have the funeral. Everyone's there. Yeah. And, you know, it's obviously. So this is. Okay. I'm glad you brought that up because in the book and in the the original movie, there is a. Altercation? A, not just that, but like they hate like Rachel's parents. Yeah, in the movie, he brings hate, up. That's why they, hate he doesn't Lou. go with them. Because right. it, in, in the movie and I guess the book, the, the family's gone. And he's like, I'm I'm not going to give your parents any more reason to hate me or whatever. Like he just like, right. I don't want to be around them. And then at the funeral. Which just adds another layer, layer of personal yeah, that he has to deal stuff. with. And well, so, yeah, right. And, and the dad's like, what were you doing letting him play in the street? Where were you? And punches him at the funeral. Yeah. And well, we're in this one. We no, don't. Lou punches him for in the in, So at least in the book. He, oh, in this, the movie, the dad. Yeah, right. Lou. Yeah. That's so all I know. in the book, like they are going back and forth and Lou kind of turns around. He doesn't want anything. And yeah. he finally, I think the dad says something and Lou turns around and blasts yeah. him in the face. But then that he realizes what he's done. Yeah. And then he lets the old man beat the oh, out of him. Okay. Sorry. Beat the piss out of him. Yeah. And then you get the you get the scene where like the, the coffin kind of pops open and you see Gage's hand and it's like, oh, and as you you know, it's it's one thing to see it, but it's another thing to like hear Dexter tell you what's yeah. happening. It's just like, oh, God, the family leaves. Mm-hmm. They go back to Chicago, which is where Rachel's from. We should also say that we keep seeing glimpses of Rachel's sister. Zelda. This is cre- again the both. Horror. I think the first version. First one's very creepy is, too. Oh but this one with the spine moving, it looks so much more like gnarly in this one, just because yeah. it's updated effects or so whatever. So what did she? Do you remember what she had? 
Oh, I was it MS? No, I don't know. It was called. She had like it was some kind of disorder, but it was a yeah. spinal thing. Her body's twisting itself. When you see these flashbacks of the little girl bring the thing up uh-huh. and the the spine manipulating, and the oh my gosh, it's terrifying. And when she goes to that medicine cabinet and she dreams that it's a dumb waiter right. because when the little girl was young, she had to bring that. Up, that was never in the book. Okay, it was that in the was first movie added. that she was bringing. Yeah, I mean the food to the sister. And oh, everything. okay, yeah. Um, but anyway, when she shows that. It's like you know what's going to happen because she she explains finally to Jason Clark's character that she didn't want to see the sister because she was scared of her. Right. And so she put the food in the dumbwaiter. Her parents said not to do that. It doesn't always work. But she actually went – the sister had to go get the food and fell into it and died. So right. she you know, kind of caused the death. And so we see her look into this medicine cabinet that's opened up into a dumbwaiter. She looks up it, which first of all, you're like, oh, my God, don't do that. <laughs> but so it's creepy. There's eerie noises. And you hear it about to – fall and so it comes down and it gives you that good jump scare but yeah. you're like whoo okay she's not really in there and then the body just falls on an, top a of it second later <laughs> the body falls so they fake you out but then they do it and it is a horrifying one of the most horrifying mo- moments i yeah. can remember at the theater like they handled the horror so well in this we we've talked about elevated horror i i, ha- I hate that term but this one is these two dudes know how to work those jump scares. But see, I think this is the opposite of quote unquote elevated horror. Like, and, and this is a good movie. I enjoy it. But see, we're so used to these thinking movies and us and get out want to make you think and whatever. I'm like, this was a down and dirty, scary horror movie. Yeah. And I it would was agree. very well done. This I would is agree. The opposite of what we've been. They're not telling like, a story. You don't they're have not, there's to no think. social commentary. It's to scare you. I'm, I'm not saying there isn't one there, but it's to there scare are, you. There aren't layers yes. to the story right. of like, this means something yes. or there's no metaphors. This it's, is go to the yeah. theater and get your pants scared off like yeah, basically you, you are going there for a thrilling time if you like to jump and be scared and be creeped out this is the movie and i think what makes it feel a little bit more elevated though is that because it revolves around the death of a child yeah that it's you can't enjoy it in the same way that you can just enjoy Scream or a slasher flick. totally yeah. yeah yeah it's there and it's well done i just yeah. mean like i kind of it was kind of refreshing to not have to go what right. does all this mean like with us let me dissect this i right. just was there it was scary yeah and i got out and i'm like oh it was a creepy good time both movies have their place exactly. they do and th- that's what i love about horror is that you can go anywhere you want to go yeah uh yeah so so they, they leave and he's like i gotta finish up some things and he knows that he he knows that Judd is going to stop. Yeah, he him. knows Judd's going to stop him, so right. he goes over there and pours him a drink with full of morphine. He <laughs> yeah, does Cosby him, uh, but it's also like I feel I'm trying to remember in the book. Judd's like, "Look, man, I kn- I know what you're planning." Yeah. And don't the movie do he does it. too. And the movie's because like, "Don't you? I know what you're thinking." Because no. they there's a scene in the, I mean, they kind of reference it in the original movie of like that zombie guy. Yeah, and so like they Victor Pascal keeps showing up. Mm. And he's like, you've broken the barrier's been broken, and yeah. the, like whatever comes back is not. He's be trying w- to help, so you know he since the doctor tried to save his life, um, he is coming back and saying, "Don't do this." He's right. warning him, Victor. And in the original one, in the book, in the movie, he shows up a lot. Yeah, like Pascal is there all the time. There's yeah. a scene where uh, Gage, no, I'm sorry, uh, Ellie is kind of like. He, I, Pacow. Oh, no, I guess it is Gage. It's in this one, too. Is it? Where, where Gage is like sees him and he's freaked out okay, the yeah. mom when they're in Chicago. Yeah. Right, right, right. That's right. But anyway, so he has to take he has to put how do you say knock him, him out or whatever yeah. no i mean he doesn't kill him but right. but so he's taking a drink and, and lithgow's really good he's this lithgow's creep, great he's this creepy kooky like kind of like you don't know what to take him as old they man, take the wife out of this movie which i thought was interesting like that at, in the book his wife is alive oh and I she's see. sick so like that adds a level of relationship to okay. judd and lou where like they judd always is like or lou kind of says in the inner monologue where he's like you know, the problem with being a doctor is everybody like, hey, since you're around, you mind yeah. taking a look at this? Yeah. Where like, and Judd never did it. Oh, gotcha. like about his wife. But finally, his wife was getting worse. And he was like, do you mind taking a look at her? And of course, at that point, the relationship between Lou and Judd was fairly strong enough. Strong enough where he's that, like, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, and we lose her in the movie. Yeah. Like the funeral in that first one, I think was supposed to be. Judd's okay. wife yeah because i'm like because in the original movie she's not around either right I didn't know what, yeah, yeah so that she is she is her and they kind of allude in this one that judd buried this, her up yes there. that's the thing i was gonna wonder if that was in the source because i didn't get it from the first one yet i hadn't finished it but in this movie it's not in the book judd but yeah, okay because yeah. judd is like he knows what he's gonna do and then they allude that from maybe, the creepy transformance thing that it's right. like that judd 
it did the same thing that Jason Clark did. It's like it worked with the animal, and he had the same grief when his, di- wife, his wife finally died, died yeah. and he took her up there, and she turned into a demon, whatever. Right. So, but anyway, so he knocks Judd out, and he goes, and it's a hard scene to watch. He's digging the the soil, you know, from the the recently buried daughter. Right. Takes her out. He sees her. Takes her out, and he climbs with her up to the thing, and he he covers her up, and it's hard. He says sorry, and he puts it's the dirt so, over her face. It's interesting. Like it's so much harder to watch when the dude in the original one is doing it because gauge is so small. He's little. Yeah. Like there's that whole scene where he's sitting at his dug up grave with this little, little body yeah. and it's just like, Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Anytime. I mean, anytime something happens to a kid, it's awful, but it's like the younger they are, it just seems so tragic. Right. Like that much more because they're little and it's uncomfortable. Like, yeah, like, especially a kid that little. It's like, oh. I still don't get why he had to go drug Judd. I think what he wanted to make sure Judd didn't try to stop him. him. He was just but like, I mean, how would he have even known? Oh, I, I mean, they live right across the street from each other. He would have, but it's all the way back in his. Pro- I don't know. I just, I, uh, I didn't feel like that, that. I get it. Yeah, I see what you're yeah. saying. But I guess I feel like I feel like he, he would have seen. He would have seen Judd. He would have seen Judd leaving. He didn't want to mess seen, with it. He just was like, I'm not having anyone stop me. I know he'll try to talk me out of it. You know, that's right. the thing he could have convinced him. Whatever. He's like, this is what I'm doing. Yeah, I think you know they they live in such a small little area that Judd would have seen Lou leave in the middle of the night. He would have seen Lou come back with Judd his- knew. And at least in the first one, Herman Munster's sitting there and he's like, I, I got to fix this. You stupid old man or whatever. He's like, he's like, I know what he's going to try right, to do. Right. So like, and he's probably course- watching him constantly, like right. waiting for it. But anyway, so he brings him up there or brings her up there. It's uncomfortable. He gets back home and then she- he's just taking a, taking a, uh, Oh no, that's the, that's original. the original. Yeah. Right. Right. But whatever. She's there. Yeah, she shows back up, yeah. and she is messed up. <laughs> yeah. Like, at, at least in the original one, it felt like he came back okay, like physically okay. You know, like, he didn't... I didn't get that far, so I can't help you. Oh, okay. So yeah. in, in, when he comes... When Gage comes back, he doesn't... Look as, like, look zombified. As me- yes. I mean, that is obvious. She's a zombie. Yeah, like, there's zombies. Ellie, like, half of her face is drooping. Oh, my gosh, like, her eye is shut. Yeah. Her, right eye, her right eye is shut, and then she's all messed up, and, and, and the original... No, maybe it's in this one. He's like... Oh, you had to come out of the ground. So there's twigs in her. Is that the original? Yeah, or is it? it's both. Like oh, okay. she, she's, so got, she's like, got stuff she's all got over her. And her and stuff. So she he takes her to the bath to clean her off. And this is so uncomfortable because oh, I'm like, her scalp is getting pulled off. Like it yeah. didn't go that far, but when he's pulling through the hair, it looks like he's about to just grab the whole scalp yeah. and hair and together. He kind of like pulls her hair out, and you can see the, the staples, stitches. the staples yeah. in the back of her head. And he takes the like the dress that she's uh, buried in off, and she's wearing you know something else like yeah. night clothes or whatever. And he puts the dress th- for some reason before all this, he laid the dress that I guess she died in on the bed. Yeah, and I guess because they just for sentimental or whatever, so it was still around. Right, but so she eventually puts it on puts later. It back and, on. and I think it's still like blood stains. It's, still, it's and got and like dirty. dirt, and yeah. he's like, "Why did you put that back on?" Yeah. And so she's in. You know, there's she's dancing in the in the living room he hears the music and he was like oh my god she's back like she's okay oh yeah the next morning he wakes up because creepy scene she's like you know are you gonna tell mommy and all this and he's like let's just worry about right let's get to bed i gotta tell you in our screening we had this piece of garbage person yeah who would laugh at the weirdest moments and like like, i get i get the scene where like he lays down and he's just like let's just go to sleep like i get like the nervous laughter like (laughs) but they're really like laughing see i saw this at 9 a.m with one other person in the theater who didn't make a peep like that's why again i mean not to go off on a huge rant but it's like going to the theater is annoying and and it's like i love seeing a movie on the big screen surround sound i love the theatrical experience minus the people yeah and and when they behave themselves it's fine but it's like be respectful of people so anyway but it's like yeah he let he wakes up and she's gone so you're like oh crap what is this and you right. hear the music she's dancing but she is tearing tearing the house up she's knocking pictures over yeah and she, she starts, throws stuff she starts and, to get yeah more more and more yeah, wild. and i think he realizes like crap she's right. church it's the same thing like, yeah and yeah. then at this point uh rachel has been trying to get a hold of him and hasn't been able to she has to call judd she calls judd judd goes over there and he, you know, uh, Jason Clark. He peeks his head out the door. Right. You know, like now, the, it's never a good hey, sign when you don't open the door fully. Right. Like, it's never a good, good, good thing. And he's like, oh, I'm just waiting here. I have to wait for Ellie to, or for Rachel yeah. to call. And, Judd, and of course. Judd's like, how you feeling? Because Judd woke up after he knows. being drugged. And then, you know, they were apparently drinking together. He's like, how's your head? And he's like, oh, it's pounding. And Judd's like, huh, I don't remember you leaving. He's oh, like, you yeah, were pretty, you, yeah. You, you passed out. But and he's like, okay, got to go. But he also said, <laughs> like. Rachel tells Judd, she's like, I've been calling him all yeah. day. Oh, yeah. And he goes, I'm waiting, I'm for, her waiting for her to call. And so Judd knows. So exactly in the what's up. book and in the original movie, 
Rachel leaves, but leaves Ellie. Oh, okay. Right? So Ellie stays with the grandparents in Chicago. Oh, okay. And gotcha. never comes back. I see. So that's why you don't remember. Ellie survives. Okay. Interesting. We'll get into that. Okay. It, this had one of the, this had an ending. It's a very bleak. Where ending. it's just like, I can't believe when this movie just ended like there's that. two yeah. endings. There's, they filmed the second ending. Okay. Well, and we'll get just, there. They're we'll just like, that one's even worse. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Worse. Yeah. yeah. Which means I was like, oh, so you, you show it. Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Rachel comes back uh, with Gage. Oh, this is so creepy. Yeah. And, and it's like, so, you know, Ellie's in another room and she's like, what are you doing? And then he just starts laying out. He's like, I had to do it. She's like, why? I, like, I, I, I need more time, I need more with, time her. with her. And then she creepily starts walking through and it's from her POV. Yeah. And she turns her head and it's I Ellie mean, looks or Rachel looks at her. Yeah. And, and Jason Clark, again, has had this character turn. He's, where crazed. he's messed up. He's crazed yeah. in like a distraught way. Yes. And kudos to him. Because, I mean, Jason Clark's dependable, but I don't always think of him as like, oh, the great Jason Clark. Right. Like he is. He's solid. He's pretty good in this movie. Yeah, he's very good. Very believable as a traumatized. A grieving father. Yeah. 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 And he's just like, hug your but daughter. Yeah. She, she, she was like. Ooh. Ellie walks up to her and she's like, no. And she runs upstairs with Gage. Right. And, and then <laughs> they kind of lock her in. the. She locks herself in this room yeah. and. uh Ellie kind of says she doesn't want me here anymore, and he was like, "Oh, oh. that's not true." And she's like, "I don't want her here either." That little girl, like, is oh, no, so, <laughs> she is so creepy. What a great job! Have, oh, I guess she killed. Before we get there, she killed Judd. Not yet. I no? think no. This is later. So now yeah. Judd's hanging out at his house or whatever. Oh, he sees Ellie. He sees yeah. her in the window, and then. He comes back to his house. He's at his he, house and he's right. getting, he's like, it's like a paper cutter. Then he finds his gun or, or no, she gets the paper cutter. Yeah, she gets, no, she, her. Gets, she gets a scalpel. Oh, it's a scalpel. It's, That's it's, why it cuts like that. Yeah. It's, oh. it's her Maybe dad. Maybe in the original movie it was no, a paper cutter. It's, her, no? it's still her dad's scalpel. Okay. But anyway, so then he goes and he's like trying to find his gun that they showed earlier judd's gun i guess right. <laughs> yeah that's <what laughs> literally yeah uh, but he's going to find his gun and then she comes and slices his which I, well this is a great head fake because in the original one that scene is iconic of little gage under under judd's bed and slices the oh, so the figure. he goes upstairs when he hears something okay so, oh you haven't gotten that far and there's, in the, yeah, original and there's one. Okay. nothing under the bed so in this one. that's a fake out Got it. is you think that gage that Ellie is under the bed and yeah, she's not right. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, in so the, he goes downstairs and as he's coming down the stairs, sleep. she, yeah. And then, Oh God, like that. It's, it's one of those scenes in horror films that will go down. If you were, if you were to rank like, you know, top 20 scenes in a horror movie, gauge cutting, Herman Munster's Achilles tendon yeah. will always okay. rank. High. I hadn't seen that one yet. Yeah. But this is gnarly. And, it's gnarly. And and Lithgow's crawling on the ground. Right. And she is so menacing. And again, this is she's a got young the, and she's girl. got this like one of those the masks on from yeah. earlier in the oh, movie. Yeah, the, the funeral mask. Oh, yeah. This was the cat mask that was hanging on the grave yes. that she saw. So like all the kids had them, but this was one on she a took grave. It. And she yeah. took it. And she's yeah. been wearing it. And Creepy. She kills Judd, oh, yeah. like guts him. Oh she yeah. So then we go back to the house. And uh, I'm trying to so Jason Clark like, Jason, try to talk to Rachel or something. Yeah, or, but then he, I'm trying to think. He goes over to see Judd. Oh, and he yeah. So then he's out of the house, right? And Ellie goes to town on yeah. Yeah. So she then, then yeah, Ellie kills her mom. Yeah. And Jason Clark, but he me, grabs Gage is Gage. hanging out the window. Yeah. He she she drops Gage. Yeah. And, and he, then Ellie takes her out. Right. So she the, shanks her and has like a really like she talks to her though and yeah like and she's like it's it'll all be okay in a little bit yeah. it'll be she fine. She takes the scalpel out and back in or whatever right. and just like oh. So Jason Clark takes Gage and puts him in the car, locks the car. He says, like, "Don't open it." For also, I'm just kind of like this kid has no idea what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. like he has no clue. But he's like, "Don't open it for anyone, even Ellie." Right? Yeah, so, even but, Ellie. But he doesn't say not for me. Doesn't which say comes not for into me. Play later. Uh, so we know that uh, Lou knows that Judd is dead. Yeah. He runs upstairs. He finds Ellie's body, mm-hmm. or not Ellie's, but Rachel's body. And then Ellie and then knocks Ellie him, clocks out, him yeah. in the back of the head. So then we realize that she had that Ellie has super, super strength. Super right. strength. I thought yeah. the same thing because she's sitting there dragging the mom, but you know exactly what she's going to do. And yeah. I, like not seeing the other ones, I didn't know where it was going. But when I saw this, I'm like, oh my god, they're like all reincarnating these demons out of the cemetery. Like right. she's going to keep taking bodies and try to make this perfect family demon. Yeah, our yeah. family. Yeah. So uh, we wake. She wakes up to Rachel. Or Rachel wakes up to her being drugged, and then we cut back to Jason Clark. And Jason knows Rachel wakes up. I thought she was dead when she no. was dragging her to the cemetery. Oh, she was. I'm yeah. sorry. You're right. You're right. So anyway, but it cuts back to him. He wakes, he wakes up. up. He realizes he, that what has happened. Yeah. Uh, Gage is still in the car and asleep. Yeah. Like he has no idea what's going on. 
Uh, yeah, because you're like, oh my god, what happened to Gage? And you look, right. he's sleeping. Sleeping. Okay, he's Whew. fine. Uh, so he goes up. He knows where she's going. Goes up to the pet cemetery. Massive. Not a massive fight, but. <laughs> A fight, massive between, superhero showdown. It kind of was though. Like he has to, like she, he can't oh, get a God, handle he has on to her. Fight this little crazy his like, daughter. Yeah, you know. And that's the thing is, you're like, oh my God, it's this daughter that he's done all this to to reincarnate, and then he has to like throw her around and hit her. And, like, right, and then she, like, they do a weird thing with the camera where you feel like the demon's gonna come out yeah. at one point, but then as he's about to kill Ellie or kill Ellie, oh, she does the the fake out thing. Like, I can, I am your sweet daughter. And like, he's like bullshit, and goes, <laughs> and, and then he gets stabbed in the chest. Like, oh, right giant... as he's about to cut her head off with yeah. the shovel, yeah, he gets shoved with a like a rebar through the chest, through the chest, and that's when you're like, oh, it's the and mom. then she She's drops, dragging. and then right yeah. behind her is the mom, and then they and drag. Then you see them both dragging him, and then and the then final scene, well, is... then it like fades out because like Judd's house is on fire, and then it fades like the oh, is it Judd's? Yeah, okay, and then like you see like the. This, I mean, it's a beautifully shot movie. Yeah. I did somebody po- somebody posted online that like the scene uh, where they go to the pet cemetery for the first time yeah. looks like something out of Supernatural. Yeah, like the show. Oh, well, like it was that's kind of... the highest praise you could for I, you. I, I love yeah. it. I was like, yeah, let's do it. I will say the the fog for um, a little much. A little ridiculous. A, l- like, a little hammer. That a little hammer film had so much fog in it, <laughs> and then when they would do close-ups, there was no fog on the ground. Like they did right. it for what's atmosphere? Like yeah. you know, you add fog for atmosphere in movies, whatever. But they had a swamp layer, like it was crazy a little, fog, little universal monstery. Yeah, and fog then level. And I was just like, they zoom in, walking in there, and there's zero fog on the ground. Right. I'm like you didn't really just make it dark and creepy. You didn't need <laughs> all that fog. But anyway. So yeah, so they then it cuts to black. Yeah, the final scene you see Gage in the car, and then it's the, well, yeah, you see him kind of just standing there with his hand on the window, and then you see all three, all of them. three walking together, dirty. One's got all, a can of gas. Yeah, and then Jason Clark kind of comes up. You don't really see him walk around; like he kind of just like, yeah. but it's a puts, creepy hand on the window, and then the Gage then it, puts his hand on the window, and then cut, and then you hear a boop boop. Yeah, so it's yeah. like it, it's like you know <laughs> that again the and kid. So like, not only do you. <laughs> you think you're not going to have to deal with Gage getting right. hit by a truck, <laughs> but you clearly know but they're now gonna turn they're going to kill Gage. Yeah. 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 It's worse. So I wonder what their other ending is. Yeah, we'll he, sa- he said he's like it's going to be on the Blu-ray. It'll be there. Okay. So we'll have to look that up and see if they've. Well, maybe they haven't revealed it yet, but we'll post it if we find yeah. it. Um, but yeah, it just it was creepy. It was unnerving. Those kids. I mean, especially Ellie. Kudos. But, but, to so her. In, in the original one, all of them die. Okay. Except for Ellie. Like, so, they all die. Now, there's a Pet cemetery 2 with John Connor in it. Is it related, the families? Or it's it... somebody else gets the house, yes. right? Like, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm like, you know, I'm like, I look at the cover and I'm like, that's Edward Furlong. It is he Edward looks, Furlong. He looks just like T2, I... like, era around that right. age, you know? And I'm like, I had no idea. I had never seen either, but I didn't know there was a Pet cemetery 2. Yes, but... there is, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I have not heard too many good <laughs> yeah. things about it. But yeah, I think this is, if this is where we're going with his... With Stephen King's adaptations, I think this yeah, is the, with this it? is great. And then this, and we've got it too coming it too, out. Yeah, like, Chapter two comes out this November. No, it's I is it this it summer is this year? I it's this it was year. September. Is it the well? For the first one came out in September. I thought the plane. Was I think to this might be a summer movie at the same time, like the same time of year. Oh, maybe I think I so well. I feel like you can't really redo Misery. That's not really one that yeah. needs a remake. But I do think like Salem's Lot could use one. Uh, maybe Cujo. I don't know. I feel like well, that they're redoing might be. the Stand. Oh, they are as a miniseries. I think for HBO. Okay, yeah. Like that's. I mean, sure. Well, why not? But there's, you know, there's so many books out there that he has done that um, deserves a. It is September. Oh, is it okay? Yeah. Uh, that deserves a remake and deserves a, a a good shot. Yeah, I mean, so many of his movie. Like, I mean, obviously, there's been classics like you mentioned and Shawshank and that. Yeah, but there's also been a lot of stinkers. Oh, for sure. Like, so like he, don't. Yeah, he is right, the most right. adapted author. <laughs> He's had way more turds than his yes. Yes. from a movie. Standpoint. But I'm just saying, like, I feel like the books, the, those early books, deserve a, a shot. A shot. A real, I, yeah, I mean, yeah. if you've never seen Salem's Lot, Mm-mm. do it. Like it's it is in this current continuity of these like character driven horror flicks. Mm-hmm. Salem's Lot is the one where it's like it's based in this What's town. The premise. Uh, real quick, there like... is a vampire. Okay. In this town, and he is taking people, uh, and he's building like an army, basically, or he's building his family. Okay. And you've got like an old. It's kind of like Fright Night. Okay. But ways there's a scene that messed me up as a kid forever well, it had to be a transformation though. it wasn't oh. it was a it was a vampire kid 
like knocking on the window. The window. <laughs> yeah, the window. Oh, real scene. creepy. Holy yeah. <laughs> guacamole. Now, do these vampires sparkle? Nope. Okay. They are legit vampires. Maybe I'll watch it anyway. You I really it. love a sparkly oh, oh, vampire. I was like, that, that's not the way I thought that was going. <laughs> I love a sparkly vampire. <laughs> Who doesn't? Right? Yeah. I don't. <laughs> oh, you can say that. All right. <laughs> but yeah, I think this is, uh, again, it's a very bleak movie. Very it's, a, bleak. it's an expertly done <laughs> yeah. movie. When it just ended, because... Of course, not having seen any of the previous versions, I didn't know how it was going to end, right? So I'm like, I don't know who's going to survive. I don't know where this is going. And when they just walk out with a gas <laughs> canister and they're all zombie demons, and then you know that they're going to get gauged, I'm like, holy crap. And yeah. it just ends. Like, I'm like, wow. That's, it. that's what. Especially okay. for a non, like, indie horror movie. This is a Paramount movie. For, a, for right. like, a major yeah. Hollywood release. I didn't expect yeah. there to not be a final girl or, you know what I mean? Not right. be someone there was. escapes. They like, just didn't make it. <laughs> yeah. I just, I'm just like, I cannot believe they didn't set it up like a this is just like a yeah and I, he never wrote a sequel like the sequels children like children of the corn was one of his that they just kept going back yeah. to the well right like five or six times and that was a short story that it wasn't was, even yeah. a full novel yeah so the the second one is not from his book they no made it's based on his yeah. characters but not on okay. his yeah. stuff but yeah i think if you watch the original one and this one in tandem like it gives you a really good idea of what that book is if yeah. you don't want to read the book if you do want to read the book it's totally worth your time it's, like, a, it's, it's a great book yeah um that's a solid and i'm not a huge horror person like i know tom isn't and i'm like this is a creepy movie it's i enjoy it yeah they they go go watch starry eyes i can't recommend that movie enough it What's was that one um it's about a young gal who goes to hollywood who kind oh, of it's his other horror movie. yeah yeah, okay, yeah. It's okay. these two these two directors yeah, it's, yeah they did this as well uh she goes to hollywood to make it and she kind of gets into the darker side okay i don't want to say what the darker okay, side yeah. is besides the one that we already know about that's been all over the news <laughs> yeah uh but there's yeah okay cool it's totally it's it very very similar to this in atmosphere and tone okay yeah. awesome there you go awesome well i guess that's it for this one let's uh go around the table and everyone can say where to find them this is joe you can follow me on the twitter at joey butts b-u-t-t-s 21 this is kevin follow me on twitter at kevin r bracket and this is tom you can follow me on twitter at roger kubert or on facebook at facebook.com slash tom o'keefe and if you would like to join in on the discussion uh swing on by facebook.com slash real spoilers and find the official discussion thread and chime in with your thoughts on killing children (laughs) (laughs) in a movie about these movies yeah yeah, thank you for clarifying in a movie yeah i like the pause yeah yeah kevin can edit that at some point (laughs) so uh um and also don't forget our patreon at patreon.com slash real spoilers five bucks a month you get uh, bonus content and maybe a chance to be on the show so uh that's it for this one thanks for tuning in uh and until next time yeller gets rabies Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.